Air now has two premier cannabis dispensaries in the greater Boston area. Airback Bay is conveniently located in the heart of Boston at 827 Boylston Street across from the Prudential Center, serving adult-use customers. Or check out Air Watertown, located near Watertown Square at 48 North Beacon Street, serving medical patients and adult-use customers. Our team is eager to help you choose from a wide assortment of premium cannabis products. Join us in the air, spelled A-Y-R, in Back Bay, Watertown, or online. Please consume responsibly. This product may cause impairment and may be habit-forming. There may be health risks associated with consumption of this product. This product has not been analyzed or approved by the Food and Drug Administration. There is limited information on the side effects of using this product, and there may be associated health risks. Marijuana use during pregnancy and breastfeeding may pose potential harms. It is against the law to drive or operate machinery when under the influence of this product. Keep this product away from children. There may be health risks associated with consumption of this product. Marijuana can impair concentration, coordination, and judgment. The impairment effects of edible marijuana may be delayed by two hours or more. In case of accidental ingestion, contact Poison Control Hotline at 1-800-222-1222 or 911. This product may be illegal outside of Massachusetts. Massachusetts State License Number MR283946, MR283886, Watertown Medical License Number RMD325. Now, the show you'll be talking about. That was not me having an on. In therapy. Socks, 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 stupid socks. Felker and Mass. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook on 98.5, the Sports Hub. I thought Matt did a good job today. He got the ball out quickly. Um, you know, we had gave up some pressure, but I thought he did a good job taking care of the ball. When you think about Matt handling the pressure that he was under today, is it... Are you as impressed like with the toughness, physically speaking, or is it more like the decision-making that he's doing in those situations? Oh, what decisions for sure, yeah. Decisions for sure. Max tough. There's never any doubt about that. Max tough kid. Uh, but I thought he made good decisions, managed the game well, managed our team well. Um, and that's what a quarterback's job is to do, is to help the team win. That's what he did. All right, Maz, when we heard that yesterday, we thought Bill was putting it on, laying it on for Mac, blowing smoke. You know, Mac services him, he services Mac, you play ball with Bill, he'll play ball with you, that whole thing. Have you reviewed the film, Anthony? Have I reviewed the yeah, film? Yeah, have you revealed the film? Uh, no, I just go with what I see on okay. Sunday. And what'd you see? I saw a guy who played okay. 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 And again, I stress okay. Greg Bedard, Boston Sports Journal, joins us in our Town Fair Tire Studios. What'd you see, Greg, on the film? First of all, I, I completely agree with Tony's assessment. And he might have been kind as far as live on TV. So in my press box setup at MetLife, I see the plays live, but I also have a TV hooked into my computer. So I, I had a good setup for this game. So I, I had a better sense. But I got to tell you, going through that first half and with the pick six especially, I was like, he's sped up. He's there's no coming back from this. It's not his fault. Too much pressure coming back from injury. Does Bill think about making the switch at halftime? Probably gives him one more series to start the second half and then then possibly replaces him. But I got to say, after watching the film and I went into the film thinking, all right, I might have to bury Mac Jones as a possible franchise quarterback for the Patriots. And I got to tell you, after reviewing the film, I agree with Bill. Bill was right. He was not just blowing smoke. I thought Mac Jones played well in the first half, giving all the circumstances around him. And actually, at the end of the first half, now I had more issues with his play in the second half, but in the first half, at halftime, I was thinking the Patriots are lucky they have Mac Jones as their quarterback, as a young quarterback in this game against the Jets because I think this game could have went really sideways. He is such a football contrarian because most everyone has said his second half was better than his first. After looking at the film, Greg, you think it's just the opposite? I do. 
Yeah, I thought that. He's I so thought first, first of all the 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 first of all the pressure. Let's just start there, okay? Mm. I would like. I to, had. Uh, let me just stop for a second. When you are finished, I would like to interject. Okay. Proceed. Uh, let's start with the pressure. I had Mac Jones basically under pressure forty nine percent of the time. Elza. That's it's just untenable. Um, it, basically, in my in my years of covering Brady, it comes out to about. Anything over 30 is sort of like a yellow area, danger, caution, uh, especially in the mid-30s. Once you get over 40, it's red. You're Unless the quarterback really plays well and, and can manage the game and also helps that the other quarterback keeps throwing the ball to you, uh, you're likely looking at a loss. And for Mac Jones to deal with that pressure, and I thought on film he looked a lot more calm in certain instances than I thought live. Uh, I thought he did really well with that. I also think that the Patriots put an enormous amount on Mac Jones in this game in terms of they basically went into this game and they said, look, we can do one of two things. We can keep a a bunch of guys in to block like we've done for Bailey but we knew we could get away with it because the the Browns and the Lions can't cover in the back end. The problem with the Jets is they're tough to block and they can cover. So if you keep more guys in to pass protect, now you're talking two, three guys out in the route and the Jets, there, there's going to be nobody to throw to. Really, our only alternative in this game is to mostly go shotgun, spread, and let Mac deal with it. He's going to have to deal with the pressure. He's going to have to deal with some blitzes here and there. But we we trust him in this circumstance, and I thought he dealt with that. Uh, I thought he de- dealt with that really well. And then you talked about the third downs. I mean, in the first half, were just a minute. None of them were less than third and five. I mean, third and ten, he makes a dime throw to Jacoby Myers before he's even open. I mean, that is an elite NFL throw. Third and eleven, nice play designed by Matt Patricia to sort of pick play for J- Jacoby Myers. Jones's two third and five scrambles were good. They were not unnecessary. He nobody was open. He needed to go. He made plays. Um, the Stevenson arrow route. I didn't give Mac Jones a plus on that. That was Stevenson, really good play. And then the Johnu Smith sort of check down, sort of pick play. Another good p- call by Patricia. I mean they they don't pick up those third downs, and there's a lot of pressure on those plays. They're screwed. They probably lose that game. So I thought Mac Jones overall in the first half, I thought he did a really, really nice job. So I just want to amplify that I said to you yesterday, I thought he was really good on third down in the first half. I think people overlooked it. Certainly. And those were, they were all long. Greg's right. Every, you know, they were third and seven, third and eight, third and 11 at one point, I think it was. Like he had a ton of them and he was pretty good on those plays. So now look, I can't ignore the the pick six. We should talk about that. Okay, I can't ignore that. That's horrible. So I say, overall, he was okay. He wasn't horrible in this game. He was all right. Yeah, I, I, I am fair in saying I think it's totally right to say your view of his play hinges on that play. Thank you. And and I'm <laughs> I, and I was just talking to Zoe about the play. Um, as opposed to the fourth down, I definitely think that was Jacoby Myers' fault. Um, and we can get into that play later. But the pick six, you know, watching it live, I thought that Mac just, he panicked, saw a figure, hoped it was his guy, and threw it, okay? On the TV copy, 
I couldn't tell. It was cut off. You couldn't see the safeties. I wasn't sure. Watching it on film, what I saw, and this is my opinion, and I could be wrong, and I don't feel, as, as opposed to the fourth down, I don't feel great about this call. I don't feel as confident. But this is the way I saw it, that the Jets showed two shell, two deep safeties before the snap, and that's what Jacoby Myers saw. After the snap, the Jets rotated to three deep defenders, cover three, basically, the same sort of shift that the Bears made on Mac Jones's mindless interception down the right sideline. I think that after the snap, Mac saw the coverage and he saw the 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 boundary corner who I think it was Tyquan. It could have been Nelson Aguilar, but Tyquan Thornton going towards the end zone, and Mac read it as cover three, and Jacoby's going to break out to the sideline. He catches it, maybe turns the corner and goes up, maybe gets a block for Thornton, maybe scores a touchdown. As Max about to release the ball, he see well he sees Taekwon nod to the inside. Mac Jones sees that, says that's confirmation he's gonna break outside. He's seeing it the way I do I do. Did you follow and- this, Murray? When you nod your head inside, it's a tell that you're going outside. I'm following this, by the way. This is there that's when your back is to the quarterback. It's how you tell him where you're going. I'm trying. You give him a little hot head nod, but you don't tell him. No, it's, that's not what I'm saying. Oh. No. Oh. What I'm saying is, <laughs> oh, listen, listen. I thought, I, thought listen. I was with you. I'm in the middle I, of explaining I, I, I know you are. You were, you were I'm close. I'm trying to get in there. You were close. Give you a little no. something. He nodded his head to the inside, which yeah. told Mac he was going to the outside. What do you mean? You just said that. No, he, he nodded outside <laughs> thinking that that means, okay, he's going to keep going to the outside. You said, not that he's you said he nodded a, inside. You said he had nodded inside. But go. Yeah, go, go. So Mac saw Jacoby's head pop inside towards the sideline and so that was confirmation to him we're seeing it the right way I'm gonna throw it actually Jacoby was faking outside and going inside and as Mac was releasing it he saw Jacoby do something different he was like oh crap and at that point the ball's going where it's going and it was picked off now Jacoby could have run to the outside it still could have been picked off for a pick six that is I definitely allow for that but and and I asked Mac about the the play after the game. Stacy James had said yeah, final last, question, last question, and I was like, in there. and I slipped it in there because I was like, he has to he has to be asked about this play. He said miscommunication. He said miscommunication, and that matches up what what I saw on film. I could be wrong. See, I'm trying to keep up with you, big no. boy. Go. Thank you. Get to the point. That's the point. Which is what that the miscommunication I thought, that I thought Jacoby Myers was wrong on the play, but I could be wrong on that. Matt? I thought Jacoby Myers was wrong. Uh, was I'm sorry. I thought Jones was wrong, not Jacoby Myers. I want to know what we just accomplished there. No, very little. What did we accomplish? I thought the coverage was on the outside, and Myers turned in, and Jones threw the ball out. I, yeah. thought, I thought Myers broke correctly on the play, and Jones read it wrong. The point is you thought Jones was good in this game. I did. Okay. Decent. And Maz I thought, disagrees. considering the situation, I mean, all the pressure, all the pressure, shotgun empty, figure stuff out, or we're not moving the ball. I thought he managed the game really, really well. What's and it? I thought Bill's comments after the game and on Monday were 100% accurate and not blowing smoke. What's the biggest issue on the team, on the offense? The offensive line. I mean, it's a complete disaster. They can't they can't rely on anything. The, the rookie left guard is regressing. I do not think it's to a point where he needs to be benched. Um, but he's had his two worst games back-to-back. Right tackle is a complete disaster. Uh, win isn't good enough. Cannon, I, I, I told you guys my, my worry was him, his foot quickness getting into his, his sl- kick slide. 
back into pass protection. He got run around a couple times because he's just too slow to get out to the edge. Um, they got to get Andrews back. You pair Ference and Strange in there. They're really light and small on the inside, and the Jets basically like – remember when we had that discussion in the offseason? I said, uh, my worry about Cole Strange is as a rookie – He's a little light in the britches for some of these big boys. He's going to get overpowered. This was that game. Sometimes the Jets just took him and said, excuse me, sir, I need to get to your quarterback. Greg, they got manhandled on the line yeah, in this game. Yeah, they did, game. completely. The okay. Jets' defensive line controlled the game when they were out there. Line's an issue. Your running back's your best offensive player. Usually means you suck. Uh, I love Jacoby Myers, but if that's your only guy you're throwing to, feels like an issue. I want to put all these things on the table. It's trade deadline day. So if anything breaks and there's been some trades across the league already, well, you'll be the first to hear it here. If the Patriots are in on anything, even a good rumor, you'll hear it here. We also know Ime Udoka is about to be head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. This is getting good. We'll keep you updated on that and get into that. But your calls with the big boy, and if you can break down that Jacoby Myers interception one more time, uh, you, you can weigh in on that as well <laughs> with your calls right after this. Just mocking me. Air now has two premier cannabis dispensaries in the greater Boston area. Airback Bay is conveniently located in the heart of Boston at 827 Boylston Street across from the Prudential Center, serving adult-use customers. Or check out Air Watertown, located near Watertown Square at 48 North Beacon Street, serving medical patients and adult-use customers. Our team is eager to help you choose from a wide assortment of premium cannabis products. Join us in the air, spelled A-Y-R, in Back Bay, Watertown, or online. Please consume responsibly. This product may cause impairment and may be habit-forming. There may be health risks associated with consumption of this product. This product has not been analyzed or approved by the Food and Drug Administration. There is limited information on the side effects of using this product, and there may be associated health risks. Marijuana use during pregnancy and breastfeeding may pose potential harms. It is against the law to drive or operate machinery when under the influence of this product. Keep this product away from children. There may be health risks associated with consumption of this product. Marijuana can impair concentration, coordination, and judgment. The impairment effects of edible marijuana may be delayed by two hours or more. In case of accidental ingestion, contact Poison Control Hotline at 1-800-222-1222 or 911. This product may be illegal outside of Massachusetts. Massachusetts State License Number MR283946, MR283886, Watertown Medical License Number RMD325. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Lucky Land Slots. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, more of Felger and Birch on the Sports Hub. Third down and nine and a half. Three receivers wide to the left. Aguilar to the right. Jones in the gun. Stevenson to his right. Matt takes a low snap. Stacks a four-man rush. Hit as he throws. Oh, that ball God. fluttering in the air. It's going to be picked off. And Michael Carter has it. Leaping for the Jets. And coming down at the 24 of New York. That one's not on Mac. Ball gets hit as he's thrown from the left side. Pocket collapses. And ball's just up for grabs.
Uh, Greg, was that Pac Jones' fault? How about his pocket awareness and some of the ball security and that sort of stuff? I thought it was. I thought it was good enough uh, on that play. I thought that uh, Mac did climb the pocket a little bit. Marcus Cannon has to be better. Uh, you know, you have to trust your guys, and and they and Mac for whatever reason. I don't know if it was called, but they were trying a shot play there. Isn't it kind of hard, in fairness, to Marcus Cannon to get on him? He was out of football. What? What, what position did he play last year? Was he a right tackle last year, or did he play another I, spot? I don't even know if he was in the NFL. Right, I, I knew he was out of the game. I thought, yeah. was it last year or the year before? Either way, like, that's sort of, that's on them. Putting, like, that's your right tackle? Yeah, and a lot of times it looked like the Patriots, um, when they really wanted to dial up a pass play, they they uh, they chipped really hard, bo- double chips on both ends to the Jets to give them just a little bit more time. I mean, they were desperate to... Uh, to to mitigate that rush because they could just not hold up. Uh, you know, I liked what they did. You know, coming out the second half and also the the hurry up. But you know, you're really limited on how much you can do that and the amount it takes out of your players as well. I'd put a Wenu at right tackle. I think I agree. I'd put a Wenu out there. I would. I'd kick Win inside. Windemies have always been a better guard than a tackle. You know, like a Wenu's a better tackle than a guard. I'd kick a Wenu out there. Well, here's the here's the other thing. I agree with you. Um, I, I was just talking about this earlier with somebody, and and I think that to get your best five out there, I think it's it's Brown, Strange, Andrews, Win, and a Wenu. I mean, because right now Win and Cannon, as where they are right now, can't function. Now, do they think Cannon's going to get better? I don't know. Here's the other thing: Kajus just came back, and look, I I've been patient with him. I liked what I saw out of him at times in training camp. If he can't play now, what the hell is he doing on the team? Like, you have a crisis at right tackle. He was a third-round pick of yours. You've been patient. You've held on to him. He's had injury issues. You brought him back this year off of IR. If he can't play, what is he doing here? Okay, folks, it's the only person you will hear yelling and getting passionate about Michael and Wenu. Yeah. But here hey, we Rodney are. 617-779-0985. Steven Fitchburg. Go ahead, Steve. Hey, guys, I just want to call and talk to Greg for a minute. Uh, Greg, you, you're losing your mind over this Mac Jones kid. You're absolutely delusional. He basically had four interceptions, six sacks. The kid's had six sacks because he holds on to the ball. I mean, Jacoby Myers had a great game. To blame him, you blame everybody, the offensive line, Jacoby Myers, you know, Maxine Ghost out there on the edges, heads going left and right. I mean, this kid... You, you you study film, but the guys that just watch the game at home with their eyes, the eye test tells it all. Okay. We don't care about the film. The eye test. Steve, yep. thanks for the call. I'm with sure. you on the head bobs right and left. That got me too. But it does feel like uh, we've got the lines, the issue. Jacoby Myers ran the wrong route, uh, et cetera. How much of this is on Mac Jones? You think it's very little? Uh, yeah, I do at this point. I mean, look, and look, it's it's a fair criticism. I get it. I, Twitter, I get it all the time. You know, especially from the people. First of all, you people are QB snobs. You really are. You were spoiled by years for Brady, and you think Proudly. that's what quarterback play is. Yep. Like, and that's the only level that it's either you suck or you're a Hall of Famer. Yeah, well, now like, get address the man to your left. That is... Yeah, no, I know. And I'm a proud QB snob. If you don't want me to be mad at you, don't suck, Mac Jones. You suck. Well, regardless. <laughs> he, he's, he's the best that you have right now. If you want to go get more, fine. I don't care. 
I'm not saying don't do that. But in terms of what you're doing right now, again, we're back to the same discussion we had this summer. Straight out of how to ruin your young franchise quarterback playbook. Change the coordinator. Change the playbook. Give him shitty... Pr- Sorry. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Give him... <laughs> the big boy is the big furnace. Run it up. <laughs> Give him crappy protection. Yeah, at least he's passionate about a quarterback and not the guard. Go. I mean, hello? Are you guys watching the same game I am? Like, that's what's going on. Be fair to Max. It's not Max specific. This game against the Jets reminded me, if you guys have any recollection, and don't just think that Tom Brady was awesome every single game, some of the games that he had against the Jets, when Rex Ryan was really cooking on defense, seeing ghosts, bobbing, holding on to the ball, throwing interceptions in the flats to linebackers over running backs. That stuff happens in the NFL to quarterbacks when you don't protect them and you have no weapons and you have little coaching. And that's what's been going on. You guys want to keep being QB snobs? Go right ahead. But I'm not saying Mac Jones walks on water, that he's not blameless. Yes, he almost threw a near interception that was stupid over the middle later in the game. That one was on him. I gave him two and a half sacks in this game. First and goal at the eight. He, I, I saw what he was trying to do. He had Hunter Henry one-on-one, and I think it was Sauce Gardner, whatever, had a bear hug on Hunter Henry. And Mac is waiting for him. He had what he wanted. He was waiting for him to dislodge and turn around, and he waited too long. That was his fault. I put that on him. But just because every, just because you don't want to blame Bill Belichick for anything on this team because Brady's gone doesn't mean everything is Mac Jones's fault. Like, be real. Oh, the eye test? Oh, I'm sorry. That's the way Bill Belichick judges his team. The eye test. Which his was pretty good after the game. And he said Mac played great. So just shut up with this crap. Ryan and Bill Ricca, his comment line says, Bedard, what film have you been watching? Ryan, go ahead. Porn. Greg, let me uh, let me tell you what Jacoby was looking at. He was looking up, rolling his eyes, because Mac Jones sucks. What are you talking about, Greg? He's a statue of Drew Bledsoe back there. You were the one who said Hoyer should be in for Zappi. Now you're sitting here defending Mac Jones. The eye test, like the last caller says, he is garbage. I'm sorry. So Bailey Zappi, who didn't dress in the first three games and didn't beat out Brian Hoyer, I wanted Hoyer to start the first game that they needed a backup quarterback. Yeah, I was going with what I saw in the practice field and what Bill decided since he sees these guys in practice. And look, I just explained to you, if you want further discussion, if you want to see the video, and I talk you through every single play of Mac Jones's in the first half and tell you why I graded things a certain way, go to bostonsportsjournal.com, buy a subscription, you can read about it, and then you can rant at me in the comments if you disagree. Good plug. And it's... Good value. It's worth it. It is worth it. You just got to watch the auto renew. Uh, Bill and Newton, go ahead, Bill. You got a comment for Bedard. Yeah, Craig, I don't blame everything on Mac Jones. I blame more on Belichick. But on that play, on that pick six, you know, even if Jacoby Myers ran the wrong route, you have you got to watch the film, dude, and maybe you haven't because <laughs> Jacoby Myers had already cut to the right before Mac Jones even attempts to throw the ball. He threw it to the friggin' cornerback, who was the only one that went left on that play. Even if Myers adjusted and ran left, he would have been behind the corner, and Max still threw it to the corner. It was a 
horrible decision, no matter how did, you look at it. Hey, However, have you, did you ever wow. see Tom Brady do that? Did you ever see him have a miscommunication whoa, whoa, whoa. with I'm the not running back? I'm to Tom Brady. Tom Brady might have made I'm just a ask, I'm just asking a question. Did, did Tom Brady yes, ever do that? Brady has, yes, he did. Was but he I'm a terrible quarterback? You read this play wrong. You read that play wrong, Greg. That's what I'm saying. Hey, it's I possible. I told you. I said right. I'm not 100% sure on that play. Hey, Bill, thanks for the call. Just for what it's worth, Andrew Callahan in the Boston Herald agrees with Bedard. Andrew Callahan wrote on that play. So does Ted Johnson. Uh, on that play, the real error belonged to Pat's wideout Jacoby Myers, who mistakenly curled behind his nearest defender on an option route designed to exploit holes in zone coverage. Naturally, Jones expected Myers to continue turning left into open space and fired there while Jets corner Michael Carter II instead drifted for a pick. So uh, Andrew Callahan agrees with uh, Greg Bedard. Mike and Hyde Park on snob on quarterback snobs. Go ahead, Mike. You, you have to be a quarterback snob. If you, if, you're, if you want to be a good fan to hold your team liable, liable, you need to have a good quarterback in the league to, to have success. So you have to be a quarterback snob. Zappi probably would have been done just as good in Alabama. Mac Jones hasn't done nothing. Why shouldn't we hold him to a snob? You're going soft, but dog. <laughs> <laughs> the soft boy. That's what we're going to call uh, Mac it. Jones hasn't done nothing. You're going soft, <laughs> but dad. Rookie, let's That's see. Rookie perfect. year, 10 wins, pretty good play with a bunch of new guys around him in a new system. Uh, he yeah, ended up pretty good. This year, he's taken a bit of a step back. I wonder what's changed this year. I can't think of it. Yeah, if you want to be a good fan, you got to be a good quarterback snob. I mean, so wait, but I mean, I like I've gotten frustrated with Murray on this before too. It's like, so if you don't have one of the top three or five guys, just go home. That's it. Turn it off. Hit the I'm music. Not, I'm not watching. Go. Put on Netflix. Let's watch some show. Murray. Yep. Everybody sucks. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. Daily fantasy and gambling. So I still tune in because even though I hate the product, I hate myself more. So I'm going to sit there and watch it. <laughs> it's like I don't know. I mean, do you like the sport? So if, if if you don't have Mahomes, Allen, and I don't even know who else to put on the list now this year, do you want Rodgers? That pain in the ass, like, who do you want? Okay, so if you don't have... Burrow. I'd take Jalen Hurts. Okay, so this year, to this week, yeah. w- wait for him to have a bad game. Murray will show socks. Oh, I'll turn on him just like that. It's like, so, like, why do you watch the sport? Or why do you... Re- like, so I'm with sort of Greg on the quarterback snob thing. You, oh, unless you back into one of those guys again... You're going to have to win with something that's good. You can't win with a crappy quarterback anymore. Like that, we all agree with. The days mm-hmm. of winning with Trent Dilfer, I don't think that happens anymore. But you can win with Matt Stafford and Jimmy Garoppolo. You can win with that level. So if you have that, le- like, you know, can you try that way? I'd rather have the good quarterback too, but you tell me how you're going to get it. Right. I think I think Mac Jones is, is limited. And, you know, I do think he has the potential for improvement. But look, when you have a quarterback like this, it's no secret. You have to play a certain way for a guy like this, to, and you have to surround him with certain things for, for it to really work. And, you know, the big thing, does anybody have any answer to the question of what do the Patriots do well on offense? Yeah, Stevenson. I mean, they got a few I mean, players. yeah, they have Stevenson, but they can't run block. I mean, there, there were play, most <laughs> of the plays that Stevenson made on Sunday were him. There were guys, the fits were good. He's busting tackles. I mean, he was awesome. But the Patriots can't do anything well. We at least thought this year, all right, after last year, hey, they're going to build and they're going to they're gonna have the run game and all that stuff. Hold this thought. Okay, okay continue with it. They don't do anything well. Their offensive line blows. Okay, listen. Uh, we have breaking news on Ime Odoka here Ooh. with Big Jim Murray. And we'll do three up, three down with Bedard when we come back. And we'll get to all the Odoka stuff as well, I promise. 
Lucky Land slots, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Lucky Land Slots. Asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The most popular afternoon radio show in Boston. Back in your face. Fuck it. Felger and Mass. 98.5. The Sports Hub. And now, it's time for three... Touchdown, Patriots! Two big throws on this drive by Mac Jones, your quarterback. What a throw on the skinny. I'll take more of this, please. Three down. Put a jacket on him. He don't want to be out here. Sit him down. With Greg Bedard from bostonsportsjournal.com. Three up. I know you're very results-oriented. I get that. Three down. It's a fail all around. Fail, fail, fail. On Belger and Mass on 98.5 The Sports Hub. Time now for three up, three down. The studs and duds from Sunday's game in New York. It's with Bedard. It's presented by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Enjoy the game with a triple distilled, triple cast matured, and triple blended Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. When it's game time, it's Tully time. Please drink responsibly. This is Bedard's analysis after film study. This is Maz's analysis after hanging out on his couch. Exactly. From his ivory. I got got photographic memory from these games. (laughs) From his ivory tower. Yeah, the eye test. Who was the number one star, Greg? Ramondre Stevenson. He's just incredible in this game every which way you know not only can he run it when it's not blocked well he can catch it make one-handed catches he's laying blocks to spring people open he's picking up blitzes this guy does it all stevenson you know that one little play and everybody's talked about it where myers gets to the outside and stevenson seals it you remember that play? Mm-hmm. That was a good block. That was a called play. Both Henry and Stevenson were supposed to block. That was him. a good block. That was he's a great, good. great play call from Matt He's a good player. Stevenson's good. He's number one. Number two. Uh, Jabril Peppers. Uh, I don't know who the guy w- who was wearing number three was on the practice field and training camp, but it wasn't this guy. I mean, this guy looked shot out of a cannon in this game. He was fast. He was physical. Pile drive some guy in a punt return, picked up the uh, the onside kick. He was he was great in this game. I mean, I don't know what happened to him. Maybe he's now fully healthy, but they have something there. I just don't know where he fits when Duggar comes back. I don't know how they play him all, but uh, I'll be interested to watch. You know why he showed up in this game? Because the Jets suck. 
That's why he showed up in this game. My number two was Jacoby Myers. Again, Stevenson and Myers, that's your offense. Those two guys, that's basically it. Number three. Uh, I split it between Judon and Wise. I mean, they combined for 10.5 of the Patriots' 17 pressures in this game. I thought Judon was a little bit better. He he obviously got the message about playing the edge in the running game and also containing the quarterback after the, the Bears debacle. So he was he was on point in this game, uh, but both of them were tremendous. Nick, what the folk? Uh, He's nails. The guy's nails. Like, you know, they only had one touchdown in this game. Everything was kicks. He made everything. Where would they be without this guy? That's scary. Three duds. Number one dud. Cole Strange. Four quarterback pressures. Marcus Gannon had a lot more, but Cole Strange also had four and a half run stuffs allowed. It was his um, worst game so far. He's had his two worst games in back-to-back weeks. I don't think it's benchable yet. We're not at that point. He's a young player. you got to be patient, Uh, and this was a really good front, but uh, they need to get him back on track. Dr. Strange. Let's move on. Next. Marcus Cannon. Eight and a half quarterback pressures allowed in this game uh, that is my god ridiculous marcus <laughs> seriously they're right it, it, it's the it's the honorary right tackle suck of the week you know list no the isaiah win award number yes. three joshua Bledsoe. i feel a little bit bad about this because he didn't play a ton of snaps and one of the touchdowns the first touchdown was a great throw and catch he had pretty good coverage but he did give it up the second one I think Miles Bryant, I split the, the the responsibility for that touchdown between both of them. Bryant should have been better and helped a little bit more. But, you know, two touchdowns allowed is two touchdowns allowed. Kendrick Bourne. Do you know Kendrick Bourne played almost 70% Oop. of the snaps in this game? And he had one target, I think. Do you remember seeing no, him? No, I don't remember the target. Do you I remember just... seeing him on the field? No. 70% of the snaps. Do you remember? I never remember seeing him, Again, ever. I just, I only know he has a target because I saw it on the sheet. But I, I don't remember the play. Did he make a block? I don't I don't remember. Did he do anything? Nope. Dakota and Braintree has a thought on Bedard's film study. Go ahead, Dakota. Okay, so either Bill Bill said something, okay, post game that you're basically reiterating with what you saw in the film, Greg, right? Mm-hmm. And I would say two things before I get to the rest of the game and Mac Jones. Bill is lying to cover up Mac Jones, and you're just delusional in this case, okay? Now, on the, let me go back to this, okay? This is what I saw in the film, okay? On the first tipped interception where he got pressured, where that left end went way wide, Mac Jones had plenty of room to step up in the pocket. It got tipped because he did not step up. That's on Mac Jones. Later on in the game, he actually corrected himself, and on that same kind of pocket, he stepped up and made a long completion. How come you didn't talk about fourth and one at the two-minute warning when you saw all this film about decisions? He threw, I think it was to Kobe Myers in the slot where they missed it, but did you see Hunter Henry in the flat wide open for a little three-yard checkdown that he totally missed that was a better option of a decision? And How d- come you didn't bring up that in the play? Dakota, and you little, Dakota what's, your, what's your conclusion before I let you go? My conclusion is, okay, in all the batted balls, Mac had them too, Zappy had them, okay, and if you look at the completion... No, quick, conclusion. Com- yeah, completions yeah, to receivers. Mac Jones only key- keys in, gets completions to a few people. When Zappy's in there, the concentration is spread out a lot better. So Zappy's better. better for the, I, I, Zappy is better. Okay, that's it. That's all I wanted. Zappy's better. I, I, do, I don't know if we need to bicker about film like this. I was hoping for something a little more just... 
bombastic and big picture from Dakota there. Okay, so but not film bickering. But uh, go ahead. Couple points. Um, the interception. I thought Mac did move up a little bit in the pocket. Could he have moved up a little bit more? Yeah, maybe. But I mean, it was it was two point seven one seconds. That's not a lot of time. If it was like three seconds, I'd be like, okay, it's Mac's fault. But I thought that it was not blocked well enough, and that at the end was was the issue on that play. Do we have time to talk about the fourth and one play? Oh my God! If you can do it in thirty seconds, no. It deserves more than that. It, <laughs> it does. It more than, that. more than thirty seconds. You can't. You can't wrap it up in a little thirty-second little bow. Well, I thought we were going to have a discussion. Go ahead. About Sixty it. seconds. So, okay. Sixty. So, Sixty. It's pretty intricate, Mike. Go. So listen. First of all, I like the play call from Matt Patricia, but holy mackerel, was there a lot going on in that play for a quarterback coming back for the first time in a month? First of all, it was a real deal run pass option. The line. And the two running, uh, two wide receivers, Aguilar and Bourne, they're all run blocking. So Mac Jones at the start has to read the end. If he crashes, then he keeps the ball. Okay, and then we get into that. But if he stays flat, so he's got to read that at first. Does he stay flat or not? If he stays flat, he gives it to him. Really? Forget it. Just move on. No, no, go come on, come on. No, 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 no. You started. Let's go, Jimmy. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So. Then, so now he's done. It's over. <laughs> Leave. I'm not, this is not me. Would you please? I, I, I'm now started to follow this. Come on. Go ahead, Greg. Go. Run pass option. The, the, the DN so stayed flat. The DN, the DN crashed. So okay, now Mac Sorry. pulls it out. He has the option to run with the ball, which yep. I think he did for about a step. Yep. He also has Hunter Henry in the flat. Yep. But the home run is designed, I think, for a pick and roll. Okay, so basically, or, or a fake pick and roll. You know, in basketball, I, I think understand. They, yep. they might even call this the pick Rob Williams. Pop. Yeah, go yep. ahead. So where Jacoby Myers comes to pick, but if there's no safety over the ah, top, he, he pops. Slips. Yes. He slips it, and it's a touchdown. Yep. Max saw there's no safety over the top, was like, okay, we got it. Jacoby's going to go. Jacoby didn't go. He just stood there. And so it should have been a touchdown. If Jacoby would have popped the pick and pop, touchdown. Wide open touchdown, great call. Here we go, Patriots on their way to victory. But then he doesn't do that. Now it's now Max like, now what do I do? So there's like 18 different options on that play, and I think Mac read it right. I'm sure a lot of people will get offended by that, but if Jacoby Myers just keeps going, it's a wide open touchdown. Okay, we're bickering about film. Uh, we're it's 90 seconds, by the way. Okay, we've also got some quarterback snobbery. Uh, Maz, just real quick, yes or no, uh, just one word. How do you feel about uh, Zach Wilson? Blows. Okay, I got some commentary coming up that I want you to pay attention to because you, you may be surprised what you're about to hear. Long commercial-free segment is next. The most popular afternoon radio show in Boston. Some sort of prid quo quo there. Felger. Like, well, but, so, uh, excuse me. And Maz. Excuse me. 98.5, the sports up. Yesterday, if I were his teammate, I probably would have just like jacked. I'm going to F you up. I really am like, if you keep doing this, I'm really going to mess you up. He was stupid yesterday, but it's still too early to dismiss him uh, because of all the ability that he has. They didn't overdraft him. at number, If you saw what he did his last year at BYU, the way he worked out for teams, he's got a lot of talent. Uh, he had one of his worst games. He's had two of his worst games of his career against the Patriots. His first game against the Patriots last year, first game against the Patriots this year, but he's not as bad as he looked. Look, I learned my lesson. This is the Josh Allen rule. There you go. I am not burying talent too early. 
There's nothing that a good coach, a really good coach, can't fix. He needs his Brian Dayball. Yeah. He needs a guy to come in there and say, all right, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. Because he just, Zach Wilson, oozes talent. He can run. He can throw from wherever off of any foot at any time. But he is a wild stallion. He doesn't seem to care about much or getting the, you know, the, the basics right. And he needs a really good coach. He's not getting it. And I think he can be saved. Because look okay. at what Josh Allen his first two years in Buffalo. Hear that, Maz? Hear those two? That's Mike Colley and Greg Bedard last night on Boston Sports Tonight. Great show. Great show. Talking up Zach Wilson. And we took it one step further. So if you're going to carry on like that, right, both these guys, still in love with the talent, and he has the talent and you shouldn't give up on him, and you're high on this player in terms of his physical ability, well, that sort of begs the question then, right? And And if you don't have the question in your head now, then you're not a master facilitator like I am. Because immediately then, I go to some master facilitation. Go ahead, Jimmy. Give me the next cut. No need to shake your head. You this know it's true. It's master facilitation. Go ahead. I'm going to ask you this question. I want you to give each of these players, I'm going to tell you, the same quarterback coach. Let's say mm-hmm. Josh McDaniels. Right. Okay. Or, or pick your favorite offensive coach right. then. Okay. Mac Jones or Zach Wilson? Same quarterback coach? Hey, hey, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. I like it. I love Zach Wilson. I did. I, I completely agree. Yeah. You really? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. So you, you'd rather have Zach Wilson here than Mac Jones? Upside is Heck, insane. Yeah, it is. Upside is crazy. They don't call him the Mormon Mahomes for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear the heck yeah in there? Yeah, I heard it. So you'd rather have Zach Wilson than Mac Jones? I heard it. Heck yeah, said Bedard. Yeah. Discuss. Jones. I'm taking Jones. Zach Zach Wilson's a moron. He's a moron. You can't play the position as a moron. So you don't believe in Belichick then and beating out of those bad those bad habits out of him, huh? No, that's correct. I believe that some people are too stupid to be taught. That is correct. <laughs> All right. Yes. Yes, some people are capable of learning. They're to complete and total morons. And that's this guy. Uh, Ryan Leaf, moron. Jay Cutler, moron. Jeff George, moron. Zach Wilson, moron. Now, I will say, you know, my opinion that I gave is based on what I've seen so far in terms of the talent. Really, it comes down to what's your evaluation coming out of college. You know, all the background deep dive, because I have heard some things about how he's not very serious about his craft, you know, so far in the league. And that would be a problem. And that would be something you would identify uh, pre-draft on whether he's your type of guy or not. But in terms of just talent, Man, he he has it all, and I just think he needs a really good coach. Now, I could be wrong. He just could be a flake. I don't know. Moron. You mean moron is what you mean. He's moron. a moron. So so that's the thing is, look, I, I, I believe in talent too, but not, you know, not to the point where, like, you can have a nickel head and get away with it. Who would you rather have, Murray, Mac Jones or Zach Wilson? Oh, Zach Wilson 100 times out of 100. He is a moron, and they're going to suck regardless, but at least they'll be exciting. They'll be exciting and suck rather than boring and suck with Mac Jones. You give Zach Wilson. You give Bill Belichick and um, an offensive coordinator. Um, <laughs> you know Zach Wilson. I'm telling you, Bill. Bill will break that colt. He will go out there and he'll say, "You're not throwing a pass until you do X, Y, and Z." We will run it every down, and if you do X, Y, or Z, you are going to sit. Like he would break Zach Wilson. I don't think whatever LaFleur brother is in New York right now 
is doing that, and I don't think Salah, as a head coach, is strong enough to do that. I mean, his comments after this game but Greg, were just that ridiculous. Presu- okay, but that presumes, that theory presumes that Bill can then coach any quarterback. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. No. Well, no, 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 because no, no, some no, guys no. are he, uncoachable. He, well, he can't coach a crappy one, but no, no, not no, no, a crappy no, 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 one. But I'm but saying any, any Can he rein in a wild quarterback? Okay, so I'm telling you that some guys are uncoachable. Like, do I think Brett would Brett Favre have been, you know, Bill in his prime yeah. and Brett Favre in his prime? They would have been good. Yeah. Favre would have won more than one Super Bowl. Okay, but it was proven that Favre could be coached. Holm- he, Holmgren came in and broke that colt. Yeah, correct. He did. he did. Correct. I'm telling you there were some guys that can't be broken. It just doesn't work. There were some guys. I that think a lot too, of people would have said that about Favre were, too early uh, on in his career. Okay, but again, so so then every talented quarterback can be coached. No, 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 no. I agree with you. No, you're right. I mean, there's the Jeff Georges of the world that Jay are Cutler, just right, you know yeah on. are just head. Yeah, you know, Cutler's another perfect one that are just really headstrong and really dense. I, I don't know anything about Zach Wilson off the field. Dense. So I don't know if he's that or not. Okay, just wanted to add that to the conversation. Here's the very latest on Ime Udoka to the Brooklyn Nets. You heard that right. Ime Udoka to the Brooklyn Nets, the latest here with Big Jim Murray. Also trade deadline now less than an hour away. So breaking news coming left and right. And your calls right after the update here again. No commercial.